Hey guys, before we dive into today's podcast, just wanted to make mention uh, of my home service entrepreneur club. Uh, the room is filling up nicely with washing, painting, lighting, and landscaping owners from literally all across the country, as well as all around the world. Um, been incredible to bring together a community. Um, this is a minorly paid community. 29 bucks uh, is one-time payment and you get inside the community. I've got nine videos for you to go through. Um, some PDF downloads, as well as a community uh, of other home service entrepreneurs who are wanting to scale their business. So if you're new to the podcast, enjoy the value. Uh, the podcast is completely free, uh, but my club is a one-time nominal payment, 29 bucks, because those who pay, pay attention. And I want to start building out a higher level community inside the home service space. Kind of sick and tired of seeing um, you know, the 70th Facebook group pop up. Um, it's just noisy, it's busy. And so I wanted to pull off that platform uh, and onto something a little bit higher quality. So go ahead, check out the link um, down below and really hope that you enjoy this episode up ahead. Um, I really sat on the fence for uh, a number of years before diving into Revive full-time. I had to replace my full-time income I was making at my other business. And so you may be sitting on the fence right now making 60, 80, 100 grand a year with a 401k. Not sure when you should jump in. Uh, I'm a little bit more of the cautious type to say, hey, let's make sure this is actually a proven business. Let's make sure that you know sales and marketing and have some systems before you dive in full-time. So I'm gonna walk you through kind of my methodology that I went to um, to jump into my business full-time. And I hope that the value is insane for you. Look forward to it, guys. Take care and enjoy the episode up ahead. Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, it's Dave Mormon here for another edition here discussing when is the right time for you to go full time with your home service business. So I wanted to make this piece of content and kind of just share transparently a little bit more about my story and kind of my mindset that went into like, hey, when is it actually time to jump in full time to the business? Uh, and so I wanted to share that with you today. Uh, I'm sporting today my Revive uh, swag and so I thought, how fitting to kind of share some of my background. When did I know it was the right time to jump in? And so the first thing you need to understand with the business is you want to have uh, what's called an MVP or a minimal viable product, which is literally when you take it out to the market, are they going to say yes to you? Are they going to say no to you? And sometimes we think, oh, we've got the business. Now we just need to have people come and line up to try our services. And I think it's like a pretty sobering thought for most home service businesses when they get their business off the ground and launch sometimes it can be crickets as far as like where are the actual clients why are people not coming to my business and that's like a real big paradigm shift that you have as an entrepreneur and usually your first month or two of business you're like man this is actually a marketing business and i say it all the time right this isn't a house washing business or a home service business it's a home service business or a client based customer service business that happens to do the thing that we do. So sometimes we think, oh, we're pressure washing. I'm a pressure washer, right? I'm in the pressure washing business. Like, no, we're in the client service business and we happen to pressure wash 
homes. And that's kind of a mentality I've taken to my home service businesses that I've been able uh, to grow over the years. So for me, you know, that MVP pressure washing, we get it. I know it's gonna work in our market, but for me then it just became a, a issue of like how much volume can we actually get coming in for lead flow because I actually came out of the painting background and I had a house painting business uh, which was running and, and running fairly well, but what I really wanted to do was actually get out of that and build my own brand. I wanted to build Revive and have, have a profitable business that I fully own uh, independent of a franchise system where I had to pay royalty fees on. And secondly, I really wanted to design a brand from scratch that had a give back component. And so for us, we donate 3% of all our revenues to sponsor global water projects uh, in Cambodia. And so that was something that was really near and dear to my heart, why I wanted to do it. So what had happened though, and you may be in this situation, is to just start a business, you're not going to be personally generally taking money out of the business from day one and most people won't even be really profitable in their first year. However, that's why I love the home service space because you can make money very quickly uh, when you get your business going if you're good at marketing, but as far as taking it out of the business, that's another story. And for me, it was like a few years to get started where we were profitable, but I wasn't taking the money out of the business, right? Our first year, we did $89,000. My profit on that was about $40,000, okay? Uh, now, was Dave writing himself a check for $40,000? No, I took that money, went out and got another truck. I did more marketing. I hired a couple staff. I wrapped our truck. I got some better equipment. We went into year two, did $155,000, and then I profited about $60,000. So, you know, grew the top line and made more profit. However, did I take that 60 grand? No, I didn't. I took that, dumped it back into the business. We got cruise two, or sorry, crew three and crew four on the road for the next year, and then we did $582,000 in top line revenue. Then we profited over six figures and had a production manager in place, wrapped those vans, upgraded equipment, got into soft washing, we added Christmas lights, and then we grew from there and grew from there and grew from there. And so that's how I believe you wanna grow a home service business. But for me, I kept my other business going for the first uh, three years of Revive. I had it going because just because I was doing 89 grand and making 40, that wasn't enough for me to say, okay, forget the painting business, shut it down. Because the painting over here, I was making about 100 to $120,000 of net income every year. And, and it was, I'd done it so many years, it wasn't hard for me anymore to run that business. I could go out and generate sales on two days of the week. We were ranking good on Google. We had some good retention, client retention strategies in and we had a good local brand. So I was able to stack my estimates on two days a week and go out and sell those jobs and be able to make a good income. So for me, I was making about 100, 120, but I was only living on about 50 to 60 grand of that per year. So I had additional income there that I was actually using to invest in real estate and literally over here, revive whatever we made we just dumped it back in and then we made that and we dumped it back in and made that and dumped it back in. And it's a little bit of a different way to grow a business because a lot of us will go out, we'll get a huge loan and we'll quit our job with our 401k and we'll give up the security 
and that's why we think, oh, entrepreneurship is so risky. It doesn't need to be risky if you create a proof of concept and if you don't suck money out of your enterprise from day one. And so for me, it's this mindset of time being more valuable than money. And like when you get a little business off the ground, it needs, it's like growing a garden, right? It needs water, it needs sunlight, it needs nurturing. When you're like starving your business and you make 40 grand and you pull out 40 grand, there's no money left to continue to grow, right? Profit is oxygen for a business regardless of whatever industry you're in. You've, you've got to delay gratify and you can't rob the company of money because you want to go and go on a go to Europe for you know a month or you want to go party or you want to buy a fancy car like do that stuff if you want but don't do it with the original company money okay you've got to have another business going or another job and so I wanted to make this piece of content so that you know like if you're truly bought in and committed you can do a couple things at the same time now for me I didn't have a whole lot of work-life balance right I was running the painting business, making a six-figure income. Then I was moonlighting Revive, getting that going. And had some other hobbies that I was into as well. Um, but that's what worked for me. So I had to keep painting going for about three years just so I could get Revive going where then we could start paying, I could start taking some money out of the business because I knew that money I was taking out was not going to starve the future growth of the company. So I wanted to make this piece of content. Obviously, Everyone's in a different boat and it is situational, but I am not the entrepreneur or the coach to go out and say, burn the boats, quit all your job, do this and go fully into this. I think we all have uh, our, our perception of risk, like zero to 10, and I'm not a super go out and risk it all for the biscuit kind of entrepreneur. I'm very calculated and for me, I would need to see a business growing year over year over year for you to be like, you know what, I think I can finally dump it. And for me, because I was making a hundred grand over here with painting, I had to start making a hundred grand over here with Revive and, and it was I wasn't gonna make that jump fully over. And anytime too you run two things, there is some operational complexity when you're running multiple endeavors, right? I don't wanna give the illusion that this painting business is always sunshine, rainbows and easy. There were challenges uh, to deal with, but you know, I felt for my time invested, the return I was getting from it was really good. So I would say for the first couple years, look for another area of your life where you can supplement your income. Maybe that's your spouse or partner that has a high income paying job. Maybe that's another business you have. Literally, maybe that is your nine to five or I've coached other people that have like a nine to five and they can make you know, 80 or 100 grand from, but they can do that on a fairly flexible timeline. So they enroll in my coaching program, they hit the coaching calls, and they're working on this stuff maybe on Friday or on the weekends or the evenings, right? And you've got to obviously have a sit down with your partner and structure out your weeks how this is going to work. But that's how you move the needle on your business is literally having your personal needs taken care of, I believe, elsewhere outside of the business and spend your first one or two or three years just proving the concept, making sure you can keep solid equipment and keep great people and grow a team and push marketing, push, push sales and build systems and join a program and do this properly. Like all those things are more important than you pulling out a paycheck. And it is tough sitting on a fence running two companies, but what's tougher is you throwing out your current pair of shoes for a new pair of shoes uh, before the new pair of shoes is really ready to put on. And, and cash flow is what kills businesses. So for me, again, it was like, I wanna keep my lifestyle going, 
I'm gonna keep this thing, gonna pay my bills, but over here what I'm really passionate about is growing this thing and I'm not gonna starve it by pulling out money right away. So don't wanna go on too long, but I did wanna make that piece of content. Everyone's gonna be different in a, in a different situation. For me, when I had to make the decision, uh, I did not have uh, kids or dependents. I did have a mortgage, but it wasn't financially stretching me every month, and I didn't have, and I still don't have a fancy lifestyle where I was trying to go out and you know live this super high life. For me, that doesn't motivate me. I'm motivated by uh, independence and flexibility uh, and time freedom uh, and location freedom and, and helping others and making money, of course, but there's other things more important than that to me. So I hope that this helps land with you. I hope there's some valuable content and I'd love to hear if you're watching on YouTube, just literally drop in the comments here what stood out for you because I'd love to get some of your feedback. Uh, and for those of you listening along on the podcast, thank you so much for uh, listening Steady Eddie every single week. I super appreciate you and look forward to talking to you guys on the next video. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.